AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast, and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel turn It's episode seven, season twelve of the Fighting Cop podcast, and a bit of a change up to the to to, to the, uh, the the lineup this week. Uh, we've got Mark returning for the second time this season. How you doing, Mark? Good, mate. Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I mean, I'm irritated, but I am fantastic. And we've also got Tony D. How you doing, mate? I'm all right, bruv. Did Can't you complain, man? Can't did you complain. see that we put your uh, the what would you call it a cipher you put together for um, for for us to fighting cock about Conte's reign at the top uh, uh, at Tottenham on uh, last week's episode very very uh, I got a lot well, of love that day bro I got a lot great. of love that day it was so good it was so good appreciate uh, it. no mate appreciate you for doing it but you did dig us out at the end didn't you I, I did I did because it's been too long bro it's, it's been not, way too long it's not I my don't fault. even think I managed to get on last season <laughs> it's not my fault it, 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 I mean it is my fault I mean I I, yeah. I, I am the one person yeah, that could have it's your fault bro it's your fault like, <laughs> You can't shirk that responsibility. <laughs> yeah, so I, cool. I, I didn't mean it then. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Oh, all right. I'll yeah. take that. All right. Fair enough. Um, we, we, we received a... Um, Tottenham Hotspur had just drawn with West Ham and it was very disappointing. A lot of angry people on Twitter and we're going to talk about all that stuff. Talk about the, the, the performance uh, or lack thereof you know, and get, get your guys' take on how, how well we did. But before that, before that, we got an email from a guy called Ken Fagan. I haven't responded to him on email because I just wanted him to hear this. He says, um, hi, I listen to your podcast and can't get enough of it. Lovely. 
currently on a boat in Deir es Salaam, Tanzania, on a circumnavigation with my cat. Got another nine months before I get back to the UK. A bit of a struggle to find games, but not miss one yet. Sailing to Mayonette, uh, Madagascar, then South Africa. Uh, Namibia, St. Saint Hel- Saint Helena, Assassinion, Assassinion <laughs> Island, Cape Verde, Verde uh, Azores, and then eventually he's going to Falmouth. This guy's sailing around the world. He says, I have weeks without Wi-Fi, and I will be in the middle of the ocean when you record this, but I will catch up when I get back on land. Give us a shout out. Come on, you Spurs. This guy is listening to the fighting cock in the middle of the ocean. Like, and he, he sent a picture of his cat at the end of this fucking boat that he's got. I mean, I, fucking like, sounds like I've, I've got an issue with it. I've got no issue with this guy. I've got no issue with Ken on his boat. What is he doing, though? That is mental to me, Mark. What? And, and why has he brought his cat? I've got two cats and, mate, they go fucking nuts if they can't go outside all the time and if they can't do exactly what they want. But on a boat. The cat, uh, the, I mean, the last place in the world the, the, this cat wants to be is on your boat, Ken. I get that yes. you, need, you need him. Ken, to... you're, you're a good guy, I'm sure. But like, what if he just freaks out and jumps off into the ocean? I mean, that's... What have dead, you done? Dead cat. Uh, it's, it wins cats the like water, do they? Tiki. No, they fucking oh, hate water. fucking hate you, mate. <laughs> Tiki the sailor cat. Anyway. Anyway, I'm that is Ken. that is that is big though. Can I say? I, I, so um, I know I say this every single time I'm on, but but I'm obviously Danish, and Denmark's surrounded by by sea. So I've sailed a lot in my in my younger days and that on like tiny little tiny little fucking boats, like you know two person sailing boats, shit, shit like that. And sailing is not; it's pretty hairy, man. And if you're sailing that far, like he's a boss man. He's a big fat boss man. This guy, especially oh. if he's on his own. Uh, I that, think that's, Ken, a, that's a big thing. Ken is the king, bro. He's like he's genuinely a king. You see, if if you had to rely on me to get humanity out, like when the first humans was coming out and they looked across that ocean and someone said, "I'm going to get a boat," and that's where we going, bro. I'm in the cave. I'm waiting in the cave. That's how I know <laughs> Ken is a legend because just that vast expanse of no, thank you, man. No, thank you, sir. No, Ken's a legend, but you, Tony, you know where where you come from and the area you grew up in. A yes. sail, I'd imagine a sailboat in the middle of the ocean is about as far from me, me as well. Like the idea about getting on a fucking boat and then get, while you're in the boat, just to pass some time to listen to a, a Tottenham Hotspur podcast called The Fighting Cock is it's humbling. Like, fuck it. What are you doing, Ken? Like, fair play to you. But literally, the last place I'll ever want to be, and I'm sure you're with me, Tony, is on a f- sailboat Bro, in the middle of it. One time, I got, when I was a kid, we used to get the ferry to Ireland, like just on a whim. Yeah, my mum my mum picked me up from school and was like, you were going to Ireland today. And we just get on a ferry. To, and you know what? Yeah, I hate boats. I yeah, hate boats. water. Like, I'm not, yeah, it's not for me, man. That is not for me. No I, way. Like, honestly, fuck boats. Generally. <laughs> just fuck. If, 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 it, if, if it wasn't for boats, the Vikings would have never come over to England. And, and, oh, um, here we go. Here yeah. we go. They would have never come over to... Mark's people would have never come over to England and started <laughs> smashing up our monks. Would they? Coming would over they? here. Coming over here, making boats. Coming over here. <laughs> making boats. Sick, sick. sick. Uh, Fucking absolutely sick of the Danish. Absolutely sick na- of them. Naming 60% of your cities and 
Yeah. You know, bringing, well, what, bringing culture and good food and language and shit like that, you know. But no, well, or, 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 or dominating. Is, is, is yeah, like were, you kind of left out the rape part. Like, yeah, you left out the rape part there, bro. There's like, we brought culture and, and like we named your cities. Like, you did a lot of raping it's, too, bro. Like, like, serious. So long ago now, no one remembers that. It's, it's, yeah, let's, <laughs> let, let, let's forget they all the raping. Remember low stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not your fault, Mark. It's not your fault. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry. So um, yeah, let, let's let's talk a bit about uh, the fact that West Ham have um, have drawn against Tottenham, and let's also. Let's talk a bit about the fact that after five games, Spurs are third in the league, undefeated. Let's talk a bit about that. Um, the, the performance generally, though, Mark, was it was a little bit shit. It was a little bit good. But overall, what did you make of it? Yeah, that's it. It was, you know, we started well, uh, had a lot of momentum in the beginning, sort of fizzled out a little bit. I, I, I said in our in our Patreon Discord, um, uh, after the, the, the penalty got... Got scratched off. I was like, "Oh, this this will be it. Now we'll, you know, this will just spur us on even more. Like fucking, just watch it. There'll be a goal in the next fifteen minutes." And, it, and it's almost had the opposite effect. Um, yeah, it almost was like West Ham got a boost off it, um, and then we were sort of under the cosh for about well, like sixty minutes or so. But I thought we had the last ten minutes of the game, and and, and we finished quite strongly, um, which has been a theme for our first sort of five games. As we we've had a we've 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 finished pretty strongly, and we've had energy throughout. Um, enough to finish finish, finish strongly. So um, that was one positive. But I mean, look, it's 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 a, it's another game we didn't lose um, against a away at a fierce London rival, a team that we know always kind of you know gets gets out of bed for us. Um, yeah. So yeah, so what, can't what cry you, too much. No, what what do you make of our, uh, the start start to the season? The fact we've had you know Chelsea away, West Ham away, difficult games. We won our home games. Yeah, like I think the moaning that people are doing, like the teams that we've beat, we lost to last year. West Ham turn up, like Tottenham West Ham, that's the cup final for them every season. Like, so they're bound to turn up. Chelsea, we don't traditionally fare well against. So, like you said, we're third in the league and undefeated after five games. Like yesterday was, it was a little lacklustre. There was parts of it where I was looking at it like, like what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, um, we all did. We all but, did. But like I said, they, it, there's two one game a season they turn up for, and it's Tottenham. So they turned up for that that that, and we had parts of dominance. Like we, we, we the parts we were just playing them off the park. But I think they just sat so deep, we couldn't unlock it. We we just didn't have the key to unlock it. Um, but I ain't mad at all, man. We we're third and we ain't lost yet. I ain't mad at all. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. But it does. I guess, I guess the frustration, and we're gonna, we are gonna talk about that. The, the frustration from the Spurs fan base, or parts of of it, um, in, in detail. But I guess the frustration comes from the fact that we. It doesn't feel like we've sort of kicked into gear, does it, Mark? It does. It doesn't feel like we've we're playing as well as we did towards the end of the season. And remember, we went on a. What, 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 we had six games to uh, left, and we had to win in our in our eyes every single one in order to get top four football. We ended up winning five and drawing with Liverpool away. The the fluidity we had at the end of last season isn't currently there. And I guess that is the seed of frustration that some fans are, 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 are you know, uh, you know, expelling at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it as well. I, I'm frustrated with, with how, like, like, uh, like Tom said, 
how we've played, how we played yesterday, how we've played the four games before that, really. I mean, even even the Southampton game that we won comfortably 4-1, there were stages where I was like, this this doesn't look like us from from season before. Um and, and so I get that, but we have to we have to just keep calm and, and look at what we're actually achieving at the end of the day, which is still unbeaten. Uh, and with a point to tell you that we've got. I do think we need to, we've got many more gears to go. Arsenal, to, to, to name them, have started really well. But they've started in top, they, they've started in fifth gear. Um, we've started in second, third. We've still got so far to come. We, we had a, we've had a massive window. We've really had to integrate these guys. Um, and it's, it's Conte's first preseason. He's definitely laid, he came in not at the start of the season. So he had to just make do with what he had. He he didn't have enough time to to to, to really implement his methods, and I, I think we're seeing a little bit of of still getting used to him because because this preseason he's he's definitely gone hard. He's I, I totally I think we're going to go into it later as well. I, he feels really bought in. Um, I was I was listening to to, to Dan Kilpatrick uh, on on uh, Jack to Trunks Twitter today, and 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 he was saying similar things about Conte as well. Um, so I think I think we will still see we'll what see lots of development what do you mean? evolution. He, 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 what, what do you mean? He's saying, seeing similar things about about Conte. Conte feels feels bought in. There's, oh, there's, so Dan, there's Dan a level does. of buy-in. Yeah, Dan said that about Conte. So, so he's bought into Tottenham. Of... Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, and I think when you have that from a manager, he's gonna he's gonna put his all into it, and we know how intense he is. Um, so I, th- I think they're just still they're just still getting used to it. You, we have seen some developments and some uh, some changes in how we play. Uh, how our style of play is um, compared to when we finished last season. Um, so, so it's not. This is not the finished article. There's there's plenty more to come, and there's there's new players to embed. Well, this so, is yeah. it. I mean, if if you think uh, you think about what what we were towards the end of the uh, end of last season, where we were playing so, with such fluidity and we were damaging teams and destroying Arsenal and you know going away to Liverpool and and should should be winning. Um, you know, with a right back, a right wing back. Emerson Royale came in after Doherty had played so well and got injured against Aston Villa. We like everything seems to just click into gear. This isn't like they know what what to do. Conte knows what to do. If this isn't us k- clicking into gear, and yet after five games we're still what's that one eight for the season? Is that right? So <laughs> look, that is just like teacher tell us. <laughs> I don't teach maths, bro. <laughs> Well, is it five? There's 40 games, five. 38, five, yeah. Yeah, more or less, one eight for the season. Is that, I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm written. Is it? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Who, who gives a shit? Right? <laughs> I'm about to no, get on a boat and sell around the world. What you're saying, it's not clicking yet, right? It's not clicking, and that's evident to see. And we're still undefeated. Like, that's, that's a positive. That's something to look at. It's not quite the way it should be. It's not flowing. It's not fluid in the way we became accustomed to towards the end of last season. And still, we haven't lost. Like that's I, I don't know how we can be mad at that. Because oh. when it does click, we, it's onwards and upwards. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, we did have like control for much of the first half, and it was up to the point where the VAR decision went against us. Mark, what, what did you make of that? That. The, the the decision was that the reason why it wasn't handball is because it hit him on the face and then hit his arm. It has to hit the arm directly, apparently. I just yeah. are you are you not fucking sick to death of, <laughs> of 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 fucking penalty handball decisions going against Spurs and then them going to change the rules in next season so yeah. this never happens again? 
Like, uh, I couldn't see I, any reason. I didn't understand why they were looking at it so much. And I didn't understand that there was these predetermined determined rules that if it hits you in the face and then hits you in the arm, it's not a handball. Where I, it, yeah. oh, go on. No, no, I mean, I, I literally can't fucking figure it out anymore. And and I honestly think the, I mean, refs are like pros, right? They 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 know what they're doing. I honestly think he he saw it hit. <clears throat> It hit. Um, I can't remember who it was. Cresswell's head first, yeah. and then hit his arm. And he still called for for a pen. He did it straight away. He had a really good position. Cresswell's facing him, um, and he had to go over to the to the to the monitor, and and whoever was on VAR had to remind him that these are the rules. I I, I genuinely think that it's so it's such, such a fucking mess, and I, I just don't understand how it can be that we keep changing these rules all the time. Um, you know, our fans are confused. Conte was definitely confused yesterday. He spent yes. every press conference he had after the game talking about the VAR decision rather than his team's performance or, or, or whatever. What did so, you make of that, Mark? I I think part of it was, I think for most parts, I think it was genuine. I think he's just as pissed off and frustrated as we are. But I also think there's a big element of it that is probably frustration with, with his team. And, and I don't. I actually think Conte was, the way we set up, uh, yesterday was was probably part of why we didn't perform that well. We had a lot of play that went through the right uh, right wide areas, starting starting from Sanchez, and that just isn't the right way to do it. Um, easy for me to say now, hindsight, and also you know much cleverer at football than Conte. But but and I don't I don't know if he necessarily set us up in a in a in a good enough way, and and if he had a plan B because it seemed like we were trying to do, sorry, my cat's just jumping on the fucking table. Um, I don't know if he was, if he really had a plan B to, for us to, to try something different. I think he was a bit frustrated with a lot of things and he just took it out on VAR and, and the, uh, the ref refs. It, it, it's, it's mad how, how a single decision can change the flow of the game because West Ham came back into it. Didn't they, didn't they Tony? It, 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 it's suddenly became on top a little bit. And they're a good and side. Like, remember, they're a good side. It's, it's not. They're, they're all they're, right. They, they fucking blow bubbles, bro. They're pricks. I don't. I'm not involved. Um, but no, they. they uh, I think, as you were saying, you see, like the plan B when we was playing. I, I don't want Sanchez to be on the ball, bro. I don't like. I plead. It's too much responsibility for him. Like, just, just don't do it. Don't like. And then there was no. All right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go backwards. A couple times, it's going to go forward, it's going to come back, and then we're going to hoof it. And it, it happens so consistently. Like, what is there another? Is there another plan? Does he have another way of playing? I was looking at the um, the stats, like the passes in the final third, and though we had so much possession and so much passing, they like they part their final third was like three times as much as us. Because we was getting like it was just yeah I don't know I don't know, I mean, I mean uh, it's it's difficult to you know you're you we're we're all looking at a single game and and we're getting caught up in the emotion of it but if you look at the statistics since uh, Conte's took, taken over we're we're among the top goal scorers in 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 the Premier League since March it might be it might have changed uh, after this draw but since March we we've amassed more points than anybody else in the league. Like we we are in a good position. I know people are losing their minds and they're getting frustrated. But you've got to remember where we came from a year ago. Just un- no, a year ago. F- f- fundamentally, this is where like a calendar year ago. Right now is where we started losing three nil to Palace, three three nil to Arsenal, three nil or three one to Arsenal, three nil to 
uh, Chelsea. Uh, you know, we were leading to the point where Conte took over. The progression from where we were back then, both in terms of recruitment and what's gone on the pitch and, and how much more functional and positive we've been and, 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 and the performances you've seen some, from some of our players. It's a different outlook completely from where we were 12 months ago. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's like, it feels like for some fans, we, we haven't moved on at all. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a weird one. Anyway, we, we're going to come on to that a bit more in, in, in a bit, but we got a question here from Ben Bell. Uh, how was uh, Hoybier not subbed at half time or had... A, or how was Hoybier not subbed at half time or, or we had a sub ready to go? Also, how did he continue to play? What is happening there? Don't recall him being effective in the second half regardless of what, what am I seeing? So this is... What am I missing? This is this is the, um, the, the moment where... Hoybier appeared to gesticulate that he needed to be taken off, uh, that he had some sort of ankle injury, and uh, Conte looked at him and said, "You just carry on playing." Mark, as a as a massive fan of Hoybier, you you know he's from Denmark, so um, yeah. What what's your thoughts? Well, I, I thought he came on. He obviously had that. He got hit by Rice, I think it was just before half time. Um, and it did look like he was still struggling after after half time, but it looked like it was just his shoe at the end of it, oh, his boot. Um, and that's that why he was. Is that what he was gesticulating for a new boot? Yeah. So he wasn't um, injured. Well, I mean, he played the rest of the half, and he he, he didn't look. He wasn't limping after he, looked, he changed. He looked his fine. Boot. So it's he weird because I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. Mark. I'm watching this right, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, "Well, he's injured. Why aren't they taking him off?" And Conte's like, "Why are?" Uh, well, why are you pretending to be injured? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it doesn't pretend to be injured. That's weird. And in my head, that's what, this is what's going on in my head as I'm watching. I was like, fuck, there's some issue between Conte and Hoybier. Maybe Hoybier isn't the guy. Apparently, now, I mean, I have since realised this, that there might have been just some sort of issue with his boot and he wasn't injured and he was just saying, give me another fucking boot. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It is, I don't think he... Um, fucking hell. Yeah, get I that fucking cat out of my fucking camera. Cat, mate. He's just. This, this is what he does. He fucking like. I've just. I've been home a couple of hours, and he he comes in. He's been outside. Comes in and just won't let me alone. Leave me alone until I give him some fucking. It's like like, 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 like a boat. It's like yeah, like the bolt, fucking bro. Danish Vikings <laughs> coming over here. Won't won't leave our monks alone. Coming over here. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. What? what yeah. Go on, Tony. Yeah, what, I, 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 sorry, go on. Tony, go. On. Yeah, what what do you what do you make of the uh, the Hoybier situation? It was a weird one. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like I thought he was injured, and then yeah. you could just see him. They, they kept putting a camera on him, and he's just flipping the bottom. Like the sole of his boot was just off. And then he's I was off. thinking, all right, yeah, he, like can we not just get him an, another pair of boots? Can we just like it's a professional football club? There's lots of them hanging about. There's like I imagine there's boots everywhere, like just boots, football yeah. shirts and boots all over the gap. But yeah, it, like get him a pair of boots. And it was taking far too long. It was, it, 
yeah, the whole dynamic of him looking injured, because I thought he was injured. I thought it, it exactly the same thing. And like Conte said, no, you're not coming off. And then it turns out, oh, it's his boot. Well, can we hurry up and get this sorted? Because it wasn't, um, yeah, also he didn't have that good a game, did he, to be fair. A couple of dodgy passes backwards. And what, What's your overall opinion of Hoybier? Um, I quite like him. Um, uh, like, he's a better footballer than me. I'm not one of them people who sit and be like, he's shit, rare, 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 rare. Because you can play football way better than I can, right? He, he, he can. So uh, I'm more, there's probably somebody better, but he's not at Tottenham at the moment. So well, uh, we've got Weinberg. Or, or we've got we've got Basuma. Basuma, is he better? Because his performance yesterday wasn't, wasn't, wasn't yesterday, great, was I it? wasn't impressed at all. Do you know what? In the second half, there was a period where he seemed to show for the ball a bit more. And then start looking for a pass. He, like there was a bit in the second period where he started to do that, but the first half, yeah, he was awful. He, I think he got booked too early as well. He got himself a booking, and that meant he couldn't, like, he couldn't go all the way in for the rest of the game because he got booked so early. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, okay. I'd rather have. I'd like to see Benton Court and Basuma in the midfield as a midfield pairing rather than Heuberg. It just seemed. Pasuma seemed really excited to be to be there, to be out there. Like, it's almost like he'd been waiting for a club the size of Spurs to come in for him, and now he's sort of super giddy. You know when, um, you know when we we got that last minute goal against uh, Chelsea to draw, and he was geeing up the crowd and running towards him. Yeah, it felt that it felt in that performance that he was just trying to be a little bit too eager. And the, and the player we saw at Brighton was one who was calm and reading the game and just pouncing constantly. Um, and we didn't see that against West Ham. I felt like he, he maybe it got a bit better of him a little bit, but I saw enough to think there's. We know there's a player there. He's quality. Assume it's definitely quality. a good player. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's just about it, it's what what's he played like? Fucking hundred minutes for Spurs now, maybe. Yeah, if that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he played. He played. He, he played all the game yesterday. Did he get taken off? He played all the game yesterday. And he's played about seven or eight minutes in the other game. So, you know, it's just the start. It's just the start. What, um, me, yeah, what, what, I was going to say, what do you think like, about Conte's faith in his bench? Because I think it took way too long to make a substitution yesterday. It felt like a long time, didn't it? Yeah. It felt like ages. <laughs> like after, there was about seven, eight minutes left before, so I'm sure that's how long it went. It just seemed like, can I have a new, can we change this around and bring somebody else on? Like, is he confident in his bench? Is he, he, does he think someone can come on and make a difference? It's a good question. But Mark, Mark, what do you think? Like, oh, yeah, it he... is a good question. I, I think it's less about lacking confidence in the bench. And I think it's more about just not wanting to, not wanting to expose them too, too early. Uh, he's kind of hinted that he has chosen in the start of the season to go with, with this, the, the, essentially, the start what we what would normally call the starting eleven, right? The, the the team that started last season, even though we all agree, and certainly the first game. I mean, he started the two first games with Sessegnon, and then and then brought in even Perisic, who everyone on the planet knows is a far better player than Sessegnon. Not because Sessegnon's bad, even Perisic is just an elite player. But that 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 is what he's doing. He's bringing these players in slowly, slowly, so that they're not just all exposed, and then they lose confidence, and and it, it's going to take them. 
a lot longer to, to regain that confidence. And we just we just don't really have the time to do that. We need to start strong and we can't we can't really lose momentum. Um it's better to start slow and then build up than to start high and crash. Um so you know and that's you've seen this from from again teams like Arsenal in previous seasons. Um he's 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 you know He's blown yeah, his load right. too early in the season and then hasn't been able to catch up throughout. So so, yeah. so that's more what he's doing. He's just integrating people um, slowly and surely. Tone, what do you think was happening with Son? Because he was disappointing again. I know he was, he was he, I mean, a, a whisker hair from um, scoring, but it was no yeah. goal. But what, what, again, he wasn't quite up to it. You know what? I think yesterday was a proper... It's one of them, when it's not going for you, it's not going for you. Because I tweeted about it. They put it on his toe. It was like it was on a plate for him and it was still an own goal. Like it was right there. All he had to do was just a stud. Like the colour of his sock could have touched the ball and it had yeah. gone in. And still somebody nicked it away. I, I just think he's going through. I mean, he had a purple patch last season. Top scorer. Um, had an incredible season. And I think he's just going through a little bit of a, just, just a bad spell. All you have do. All players that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All we, like, for instance, I told you, and uh, like I had writer's block. I forgot how to rap. I forgot completely how to rap, bro. And then I asked you, what would you say if you was talking about Tottenham? You said something, and then I, I wrote that, the the, the, the piece that was on, uh, you played on the pod. Yeah. And I think it's just, all that's going to happen, he's going to have one game when it just clicks for him again. He j- it, everything just makes sense for him again. And then we'll wonder what the blip was about. We'll just, we'll be past it. And he'll be back doing what he normally does. I really hope so. I really hope so. I, I, I do feel like this might be something... I don't want to say. Do you? I feel like it do might... Do you? I feel like it might be a little bit... There's something significant happening. and I don't know what it is. It, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't want to uh, bring light to it too much. But yeah, it was. It was a shame. It was a shame. And uh, Richarlison came on, and he, he, you know, he tried his best, but the game kind of felt. It was just a weird game. It was a weird sort of stagnant game, a weird one, for, because um, you know, against West Ham, generally you feel like. I just at no point did I feel a huge amount of emotion about it, which I don't know maybe says more about me than it does about uh, Spurs. But it, it just it wasn't the. Um, the spectacle but what what you've got to remember is that you know West Ham away and Chelsea away aren't easy for Tottenham for for it's a different different for for Man City playing Chelsea away and West Ham away completely different Man City because they don't have that emotional investment we know how important that emotional investment is for West Ham it's a massive massive game for us off the pitch it's a massive game for fans because you know you get so much stick between us but for the clubs on the pitch, it really means very little. It's not Spurs Arsenal. It's nothing like it. No. It's not even Spurs Chelsea. It's nothing like it. It's just, but you know, it's I don't know. It just... Good for them, look. They like it. They turn up for it. We don't care. Yeah, but, they're smooth, yeah, right? But yeah, but it's it's just you know, it's just it's it's a game that you have to get out of the way. And if you if you win, you can win. And 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 if you don't, then just don't lose. And we didn't lose last night. And as we keep going back to the fact that Spurs are third in the league, eleven points from fifteen, that is a fucking great start. If we'd won, if we'd won that game last night, if if Suchek hadn't scored that goal, which is pretty much the only decent chance they had, I know Antonio mm-hmm. hit 
a, a beautiful strike, but it was like a one in a million kind of hit. When then Spurs have had their best start since the sixties, the sixties. That's how good our start's been since the sixties, and yet people are still fucking angry. Um, let's move. This is a good time to move on to the fact that uh, the transfer window is pretty much over. We're not doing any more business. Uh, Brian Hill uh, is staying at Spurs. We haven't been able to get the player in to replace him. What did you make of that, Mark? The, the, the fact that um, we weren't li- willing to let Brian Hill go to uh, Valencia because we didn't mm. have a player to replace him. Should we have let him go and do what he wants to do because he clearly wanted to leave the club? Or was it right for us to say, no, you can't leave because we couldn't get the player in, whether it be Dan James Carrasco or uh, whoever, or Pulisic, whoever else we, we were linked with? Mm. Of course it's right, yeah. Of course it's right. It's the right thing to do. We can't... like. It it, mat- it it matters less to us as a club that he'll, if everyone stays fit, won't play that much. But it's about you know it's the same reasons what we've why we've all said that this was a good has been a good transfer window for 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 Spurs is because it's about squad depth. It's about building us. You know we know that the eleven that we put out on the pitch are going to be great players, but we also need like Tony said earlier have a good bench. We need to have some players that we trust on the bench. Uh, Hill we've is is. For for his talent, uh, is is criminally underused. So there's there's a really good player there, and 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 just bring it. It felt like a little bit like we were getting a little bit desperate trying to find a replacement for Hill so that we could let him go and do what he wanted, which is great. But Dan, you know, Dan, Jay, Dan James, would have, boy, but Dan James would have been a downgrade on Brian Hill. Massive downgrade, a monumental down. I mean, it, it fuck me. It, I would have gone and and pulled a Spurs shirt on. And I would have done more than Dan James. He's He's probably a lovely little Welsh boy, but he's he's not a good footballer. That's why he's not he's not made it. He's on the bench at Leeds, for fuck's sake, and now he's going to Fulham. You know that that says it all. He didn't make it at United, didn't make it at Leeds, and now he's gone off to Fulham on loan. I think he, he is even so. It's not even a purchase. So yeah, it's it's just not. It wouldn't have been the one. Good luck to him. You know, fine, but it it would have been a, an absolute waste of a squad. Squad slot for us. You, you, um, you were, you were dissing Jan, Dan James there, um, but I've just googled it, and the Vikings never took control of Wales. Apparently, it's just uh, too far, and they're weird, man. Or they overcame Welsh the powers. Just, well, no, they never overcame, they overcame the powers of the Welsh kings. So um, that you've got uh, an axe to grind with the Welsh, clearly. Maybe some of my best <laughs> friends are Welsh. Yeah, are they? <laughs> you, keep, keep, keep your en- enemy close. Keep your enemy close. <laughs> Still um, <laughs> um, Tony, do you have sympathy for the Enoch out? Uh, so whenever I say Enoch out, I say Enoch out brigade because that's sort of pejorative, isn't it? I don't, I don't want to. I, I want to start this segment by saying that I understand why people are frustrated, but. I'm asking the question: Do you have sympathy with the Enoch out, the Enoch out uh, lads or ladies on Twitter? Um, to an extent, lad. I then I don't even know to be honest with you because at this at this moment it seems all right. We've got what we had found, like what we've been asking for for a little while, right? We've got a good quality manager. Um, and they opened up the checkbook for him and said, like, he said, I want him, him and him. And they got who we wanted at the beginning. Uh, so they, they, 
like we got to wait and see. Like Rome wasn't built in a day, so we're at a, a brand new stage. He said we had the last, the back end of last season with Conte. This is his first. He's got preseason. It's his first full season in. They've they've given him who he want, who he asks for for the most part. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like just stop moaning for a minute and wait and see what happens. That's how I feel about them. Like they're 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 too vocal every week. Like like some gays give it a rest. Not every day be mad at people. What about you, Mark? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm more in again than I'm in out. I think that's that's I've never really, uh, yeah, that that's never really been a been a question for me. Um, I, I think I think it's silly. I think it's I think it's a wrong time for us for for fans to go out and be. Be, be up in arms and I don't even know what it is they're up in arms about anymore it all seems extremely short short-sighted um Tony just said it we're, we're building something you know like what why are we why are we fucking moaning again we've not even seen what Conte can actually do and, and Parashi can actually do I get this thing about we had 150 million pound war chest but we've spent 125 million so it's like, like, what do you, what do you want extra? You want to just spend that twenty five million just because you have it? Fucking put that shit in the bank and use it in January or next summer. Like, let's let's not let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet. It's way too early to start panicking. I see people, you know, complaining that we haven't, we're still playing the first eleven, but we just explained to everyone fifteen minutes ago why that is, and we have an amazing bench of players to come on. So, yeah, but and also, I mean. So the, the short-termism, I don't get. The long-termism is even more insane because look where we were 20 years ago. We've said this so many times on the pod and I did a long diatribe around it when we, did the when we got the £150 million war chest. That's exactly why Enig are such good uh, proprietors of, of this club and have been because they're putting, they're putting their own money in. We have not gone and lifted up our skirt and sold our ass to a, a dodgy regime uh, somewhere else in the world or, or invited some random investment banker in to, to just do what they want with the club. And and look, I could go on for for another 10 minutes about why I think Enig is, a, is, a, is an excellent long-term uh, proprietor of our club. Um, but I won't bore you all with that now. Well, I, I, the reason why I ask you is because um, uh, the, the Fighting Cockers had a reputation now that, that we are um, you know, on the Enig payroll. Not not physically, <laughs> not actually, but I wish, uh, mate. I fucking wish. I mean, it'd be I'd be on a lot more if we was. Give me what? some of that eating money, bro. <laughs> bro. But, but this is a good time to talk about it because <laughs> Tony, Tony and Mark, are, uh, uh, you know, they they people when you if someone's saying if they they they're asking about um ha, have we been on the payroll of. Uh, of Daniel Levy, it wouldn't be based on what Mark and and Tony uh, are saying. It's it's based on what we've been saying, like on the podcast for the last three or four years. So the the, the important point I'm making here is that Tony and Mark aren't like they're not probably the voice of the fighting cock. So they just have their own voices, right? Um, but uh, Sussex Spurs, he said, or Sussex Tottenham, he says, how long have you boys been on the Le Levy payroll? And I responded and said, look, we're going to include that question in, in the running order um, because in the interest of balance, we want to get your idea or your your solution as to what Daniel Levy and Enoch have done wrong and what they should have done and 
and and how um, we can have a balanced argument about whether or not uh, Daniel Levy is good for Tottenham or not. And uh, sorry, go on. Go on. I'll be going. I don't know if you can have a balanced argument. Like I've been, I've been doing a lot of reading uh, and a lot of like just watching stuff lately. Um, and like the average reading age in this country is nine years old. The average adult reads at the level that a nine-year-old reads at, right? If you read The Sun, it's eight years old, right? So you're talking about that's the average. So across this whole country, the average adult looks at words that nine-year-olds are, are, are reading. And then once you take the reading out, comprehension is a, is a whole different thing, right? So you can read the words, each individual, each individual word, but you might not necessarily be able to explain what you've just read. So see that, that cuts across a huge swathe of just, just, just the adults of this country. So that's, the Tottenham fans are, a lot of them are adults, right? So there's going to be a percentage of them that are unable. So they'll hear, hear what you're saying and it, it, they, they only weigh it up with their, there's no way of taking out their own bias. There's no way of them not understanding that their point of view but is, aren't, uh, aren't we also equally, equally giving our own bias to the situation? Like oh, me back in Daniel Levy, it's the same thing, right? We all sort of preload. It definitely is. But you can have a conversation, like you just said, you want to have a, how do we have an open conversation? How do we have a debate, a back and forth over it? Where if somebody's already decided that you have an agenda, so you're on the payroll when you're not, that means like, they're yeah, not that's... even in a position to begin this. Like, it's not a good starting point. It's a bad faith argument. So, and like, like I said, it goes with everything. It doesn't matter what, if you're talking football or politics or, or whatever it is, you've just got people who are unable to get their own, uh, they just remove their own bias. So they put, they, they put what they think onto you and then make you defend yourself, even though it's not true. They, like, it's, an, it's, it's something that they have in their head their ideology that so, you are definitely doing. Okay, so how do we move forward? We we you, we we have to get people on who feel like that the you know like an anti Enoch argument needs to be discussed on a, a decent level, isn't it? So it's yeah, maybe, pretty much. Maybe Sussex Tottenham can come on and and we'll, we'll talk about it and without any kind of like you know back and forth or, or it's it, it's not about discrediting them. It's just generally a a, a honest conversation about what is happening at Spurs I think that's probably the best way to do it I right, see I Tony before you said that I didn't I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind but you're right like I what what I said was let, let's get your your response to your tweet and 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 Twitter being a, like a terrible way to actually have a decent amount of discourse let's just have, worst a, have a worst place so maybe all right I'll tell you what um Sussex Tottenham Let's let's uh, let's get you on next week if you want to. If you don't, it doesn't matter, and we ne- we never have to re- revisit it again, and we never have to talk about it again. But we can we can talk about what what's going on at Spurs and why you think that Daniel Levy and Enoch are bad for Tottenham, and why I and maybe whoever else is on thinks that um, they are good for Tottenham. But just in interest of the fact that I I, I asked him to respond and he did. I want to read out his tweet, and we don't have to go into it because it's probably not fair. As, as, as Tony said, it's not it's not the best place to have a discourse. But uh, Sussex Tottenham said uh, we've not improved our back three. Our right winger can't cross. We have 
Champions League football playing three up top with two as cover. That's it. Other uh, Others around us have strengthened. Zero creativity in midfield. All this on the back of years of neglect. Okay, so what... Let's uh, let's talk about that next week, Sussex Tottenham. If you're up for coming on the pod, like I say, if you're not, doesn't matter. We don't you don't have to, even have to respond. It doesn't matter. Um, right, let's move on to Barcelona Spurs. Is which one of your volunteers, which one of you volunteers to go back in time and destroy Skynet before they switch on Harland, mate? Tony, have you ever seen a forward as good as him? It's unreal. Well, like, I know we love Harry Kane, and, and Harry Kane is gonna he's gonna break Shearer's record. But Haaland will destroy everything if we allow him to. We've got to break him down. We've got to kill him somehow. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than fifty percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You know what? He is a machine. Is it like, do you know where, do you know what he is? He's, he's the player that you make on FIFA. Or like, or he's, the, he's the guy that you just, and everything's 99. You just put, yeah. put everything up. He, he could is, beat up his dad at seven years old. Yeah, bro. Alfinger Alf Harlan got fucked up in that household. Yeah, yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. Couldn't even sleep next to his missus. Mama, mama, mum there. Yeah, yeah, my mum, nah, my he's... wife, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a, like he's Harlan a fucked his own mum. That's that's the yeah, only. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> like, look to your dad. You look. You, you ain't. You ain't me. You ain't me. You ain't. You are not me. Tony, what, what's your, what's your, what are you employed as again? Just just share that with everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're well, way past that. So, uh, yeah. As, so, as way, too, way too late. <laughs> oh, honestly, they bro, can't bro. kick me out now. I've been there, I'm, my feet are under the table. They can't kick me out, bro. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> it, honestly, what, uh, uh, as um, you know, a member of the Premier League's fan base, you know, if you forget, partisanship what are we going to do about Haaland because he's unreal he's un Mark he's a he's a fellow Nord like he, he's he's like he would have been he would have been fucking Ragnarok do you know what I mean like he's the best you say, you, you're doing this again you did this last week as well Ragnarok is not a North he'd, he'd have been like Thor or or Odin or something like that like oh god the, Ragnarok is like an event anyway it doesn't matter um yeah. Yeah, but, but he's, like, he's, I mean, he's the best thing for, to come out of Scandinavia for... since fucking bacon. No, that is a that is an absolute lie. What what else has come out of Scandinavia since bacon? Better than we always, Ireland. We always go. We always go on these little. You always like cuss me out about my I'm heritage, just asking, and then I have I'm to just, like defend it. And I'm not digging you, know you out about your heritage. I'm, I, I want, I, you need to take Let's responsibility about... for that. That Harlan's going to come over to the Premier League and destroy everything that Kane has done. This is true, and I, that it is my fault. And that, that is true. He is, he's a, someone called him a meat shield. He's, he's fucking, he's insane. Oh, I mean, even for Scandinavian standards, Scandinavian people are big. I'm, I'm quite atypical. I'm short and getting fat and, but I've got, but I'm still skinny. I'm like skinny fat. Um, he's, he is, he's intense for a, for a, for a Scandinavian He's unbelievable, person. isn't he? 
Um, he's almost like, I mean, he, I mean, this, I shouldn't say this, but he's almost like he looks like a robot as well. You know, yeah. like he's kind of, is that, is that like, that's probably not okay to say. Anymore, what is, but, it, what, he's definitely, no, he's just, he, just, he, he doesn't man. have the face of a normal human, bro. Like, just, he just doesn't, he does he? Yeah, he doesn't. It, it's like when they was making him, they they only had those lips left. Like they they got all the other parts, and it was bang on. And they were, oh, we've only got those the, lips. Don't worry, just put them on. Don't worry about it. Bones are like, yeah, do you like, want like the size of my forehead? And I've got big old forehead. Everything, everything yeah. is just yeah. It's just big, like, like, Something else is going on, though, boys. Something else is going on because. The, the, he can't be the son that got broken by Roy Keane. He cannot be. Like, this is like, the revenge. This is the revenge, bro. This is like one day you're going to see he's just going to jump over the board on the side and slide tackle Roy Keane as he's doing an interview on the side of the pitch and just break both of his legs. Not like this. He's been plotting this for years. And now his son is in the league ready to take out Roy King. You heard the effort. Do you, do you know the record for most goals in the Premier League season is 32? League goals. He's league going goals. to smash the shit out He has nine in five games. So he all he has to do is score another 20... Fucking help me there, boy. 23? 22? 23? Whatever it is, it's not, it isn't much given the fact he's already scored fucking two hat-tricks and... It's, yeah, it's... and he's at City who... All they do is score goals. Like, um... They've, they're not even used to playing with him yet. That's the scary part. Yeah. Like you look at his look look at his heat map in his last game, and it's just all. It's not even outside of the box. It's all just in the box on top of the fucking keeper the whole game, and, and like that. That's just what they're gonna do. I mean, Pep said it early on. It was like after the first game where he didn't score. Oh, we're not quite ready to. We're not quite used to playing with him yet. And once they start getting the balls in, oh, he'll do much better. And like, hasn't he just like nine games in five? Nine goals in five games. What, what do you it's think it's like insane. to be him? Like, be him right now, knowing that he's 22 years old and he's already probably... maybe he, I, I wouldn't even say... You've got to say he's the best number nine in the world. But like, if Real Madrid wanted to buy... It's the, I think Benzema would have something to say about that, but, 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 but close. Do you, do you not think that Real Madrid would say, swap Benzema with Haaland right now? They'd do it in a hop. You know, end of the season. End of the season. I don't know. Hundred percent, mate. He would. They would. They would. It's not fair. Yeah, no, he's like a. I have a dragon. That's what he reminds me of. We need, uh, we need Romero. Yes. I was just thinking that. Oh, yeah. Die. Yeah. That's what he's a, absolute. Just a beast. A beast. He does. Yeah. Do you, do you remember the, the Rocky when they were just like they did the warm up and Rocky was doing like lifting up like hitting bits of meat and lifting up bits of wood. Yeah, it, it cut across to uh, Ivan Drago, and he, they're just injecting him with fucking drugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this is this is this is propaganda. And at the end of that uh, Rocky Four, the end of Rocky Four, they were like, because this is during the Cold War between Russia and, Russia and America. They're all going, <gasps> we just need to get on with each other. And but, but you've just shown the Russian athletes <laughs> Ivan Drago to be injecting <laughs> fucking steroids into his. Like, that isn't fair, is it? If he dies, he dies. He dies. Anyway, boys. Um, yeah, we can't stop Haaland. He's inevitable. The, o- the, only, the, w- the only way he doesn't break the Premier League goal-scoring record and, and destroy everything that Kane has, 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 has you know, uh, achieved before him is if he joins Real Madrid. Because he isn't going to give a shit about those records. So let's just hope he fucks off eventually. 
It's like the idea that, that oh, it'd be great to see Messi in the Premier League. It'd be great to see Ronaldo back. It ain't great. No, well, only if they come to your team. If they're at your team, excellent. Yeah. Other than that, you don't want them there. I'm, I've got no time for football purists. I've got no time at all to them. If you're into football more than you're into your club, you can fuck off, in my opinion. I'm with you, Slaz. Thank you. Mark isn't because he likes football. Do you, Mark? No comment. You're one of those ones, Mark? No comment. Nah, fuck that. I mean, well, to, to a certain degree, but like not... You wouldn't want nah, Messi joining not... Arsenal, would you, just to see him nah, in the league? No, 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 no. If it's like, if it, yeah, if you know, if it makes me feel good, but it doesn't hurt me in any type of way, great, I'm in. But <laughs> if it means that another team is going to beat us, which you know we've got City in two games, and fuck me, that looks pretty tasty and scary and all that. So yeah, no, fuck, no I'm not, I'm not a purist to that degree. Um, but yeah, I liked, I liked watching their games in, in the German. I mean, he was. He was even more scary in the in the Bundesliga, um, but you know, so it doesn't. But it doesn't hurt me. But he will definitely hurt me. He will when when we play him, it will. And when he scores those goals, he will literally feel like we're all getting just bullied by him. Imagine being a kid in his like. Imagine me, little ginger cunt in in his in his class, right in his school. I would get. I'd be so bullied by him every day. He just he just take his big blonde hair and just whip me with it. Yeah. Hitler would have fucking loved Haaland. Ah, he'd be and that, right and, up his ass. Exactly. So that, that's that's where we're at, boys and girls, is 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 the fact that if you're back in Haaland, you're back in the Nazis. Yeah, the Ar- Aryan white supremacy. Yeah, we we yeah. not we don't do none of that. that. That's not a positive thing, is it, Tony? No, it's definitely not. It's he is the old Aryan, isn't he? Like yeah. six three, just flowing blonde locks. If you if that, you were, if, if if there was you know you know like if you're in like fucking some sort of jail in America and you have to group up with your ethnicity whatever it might be and you, if you're a white guy you look across at Erling Haaland and he's tatted to fuck all over his face you're thinking yeah we're gonna win yeah <laughs> we're gonna win but that's the, that's the Premier League right now we're looking at an Aryan fucking blood lord definitely are yeah you see mate yeah you don't want him in your cell you don't want to share a cell with Haaland. He'll have you on toast, mate. He will. That, and, that, and that is what, what the Scandinavians do. They come over and rape people. We, we, we've, like, we've come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, that isn't even the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get back to it again by the end. Don't uh, worry. Uh, fuck you know. uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, in there terms is, of... There is there a is way one, to stop him. There, there is... What, could it be? Oh, I was going to say. I was, could it be Sanchez? Uh, we had uh, Sanchez has conceded one goal in over ten hours of football. I know he hasn't. You know he doesn't. You know reclaim the idea that he does not. We we do not concede goals with Sanchez at the back. But we have got a question from James Doyle. He says, uh, "What are your thoughts on all the passing at the back with Loris Sanchez, etc., looking so uncomfortable doing so?" Mark, what what do you think of that? Like, what like my dad will tell you that you need to pump it long at every opportunity, but we've seen. Go on. Yeah, no, I'd, uh, but yeah, that's not how that's not how Conte plays. Conte plays, you know, builds from the wide areas, all that sort of stuff. We saw, we you know, it's usually if he's if if Larice is is spreading, you know, you see our two. Our left centre back and our right centre back, they drop back and then they, they prepare to receive the ball and then they build we build attacks through either wide area. That that's that's pretty common. For this game, for whatever reason, I imagine it's because we've got 
Fornells and Suchek on the right-hand side facing us. And we've got Bowen and, and Rice on the left-hand side. So we're going to go, okay, the right-hand side is easier to build through because Bowen and Rice are both far superior footballers to Suchek and Fornells. So that's probably why we're trying that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's fucking really... Sorry, it's just the neighbour's cat just walked in now. I'm fucking surrounded by cats. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it is shit to watch if you're not having success with it and if you if you know as well as a fan they, they, these guys are just not sanchez is not a ball progressor he's not a ball hand he's a he's actually a really good defensive uh center back he's not a, a progressive he's not a a roaming aggressive center back that, that loves to run out of his area like romero is he shouldn't be playing in that role and and you know maybe maybe we should be going long but then it's that's Conte like throwing his his book out the window and, and changing his changing his style. He just doesn't really do that. We don't want to do that. Well, we you know we no. we need him to to just to be Antonio Conte and we just need Sanchez again, to be better, man. It will Sanchez. be fine because we have the one of the best coaches in Europe, if not the world. world. The world. We have one of the best coaches in the world. Following uh, uh, engineering shit at Tottenham, that it'll be fine. Just. Sit back, and, and there may be moments where it, it isn't fine, and there may be moments where we start to question ourselves. But in the, if you look, if you if you go from where we are right now, which is so far advanced from where we were twelve months ago, if you look at where we are twelve months from now, I bet it will be so much further forward. So just sit back, understand, and realize that football isn't based on a single result, and just enjoy it. Enjoy the fact that we're third in the leagues. You know, one of the best starts we've ever had. And people are saying, like uh, Wednesday boy, he says, uh, has Conte been found out already? I mean, if he's been found out, like what, what manager do you want to come in who's going to be less found out than, than Conte? That only Arsenal are having this fucking weird mental run, which is effectively impacting how all Spurs fans feel about Spurs right now because of Arsenal doing well. But imagine a imagine a manager that you've got doing better than Klopp is is doing. Klopp's an incredible manager, right? Conte currently is a better manager in in terms of like domestic form. What do you want, Tony? What, what do they want? want? I don't know what they, they want. They want it all, bro. They want. Do you know what? You, like they want it all, but I, I don't understand. Like generation wise, even if you're under thirty, let me get me years right. 1992, yeah. If you're under 30, you're kind of used to this, right? You're kind of used to, like, all right, we don't, trophies are not in abundance. Do you know what I mean? We've struggled season after season. It's only very recently that we've consistently hit the top four. Like, and it consistently season after season hit the top four. Um, so what do you want? Like what? Just sit back and enjoy the ride. We're in the, one of the best positions we've been in for the longest time. We've got a world class manager. Like we've got players on board. It, it, it just has to start clicking. And I think the fact that the other lot over there are doing quite well at the moment. But who have they played? Like they haven't played anybody yet. And we've like we've got some of our toughest games out of the way already. Like West Ham away, Chelsea away. Like you haven't those, lost. You haven't lost. Yeah. Traditionally, tough games. And we've still man, like, we've managed to, to, to uh, like, weather the storm and get through there. So I don't... I kind of... Who's really grumpy? Who's making this their... their, their uh, that Making it such an agenda 
Because what are you expecting? What what happened before? It's not like we we won the league three four years in a row and then nothing and nothing's happened. No, we've just been plodding along, plodding along, and we're in a pretty good position right now. So yeah, I don't know what they mad at. Mark, anything to add that before we close? Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I think it's just it's just about staying staying calm. Uh, this this will this this will this will improve. Um, and we are still we're still grinding out points, so no, it's 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 fine. I mean, look, Arsenal will get their they'll get their tough run. They're from in October. They play us, Chelsea, City. They've got Europa League. They're going to fucking Norway and all sorts of stuff, all sorts of places. So their time will come, and we've started really tough, uh, really tough fixtures. So now it's 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 all going to be fine. We'll just fucking chill out. They, they, their fans are doing backflips. If we beat Fulham at home for the weekend and they lose to Manchester United away, we're one point behind them. And their fans are like, this is the second coming of fucking Arsene Wenger or, or whoever it might be. The same Arsene Wenger they wanted to fucking bomb out the fucking football club. Yeah. It's just, it's, the football is not... They're just... It's going to happen, boys. Boys and girls, listen to this. If It's going to happen. The fact that they are going to turn on their manager. It won't. There'll be multiple, multiple times this season, two or three times this season, where hashtag Arteta out will be trending. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. They're pussy. You can put your house on it. You can put your house on it. 100%. Bro. They, like, they, these bound to happen. They'll do what they did last last season. They're, they'll win some games. They've started winning some games, but as soon as they get up against a team that that go at them, I mean, they, they've played teams like Leicester, Aston Villa, um, Bournemouth. Have they played Fulham? Anyway, they, yeah, they, Fulham they haven't well, played yeah. anyone of quality. Like once they get up against a side that bests them, both both physically and and and, and tactically, but also mentally, which is and then they have a, a Thursday game to play, Thursday night game, yeah, to right. Play. And and they are not they're still not mentally strong. Because like we said last season, and we saw that last season, but we also said it, they can't handle it. Arteta's the great, not got the it. Great in thing him. About, there's a weird thing about the great thing that they're they're um they're 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 top of the league winning five in a row. Their expectation levels have gone through the roof. The minute they start <laughs> to, to falter, they will fall apart because you know they're fucking weird. They're weird, yeah, they cannot they have to cope. They've had no adversity. They have no adversity. That's that's the problem. And, and, and the irony of of this is that they should have, they should have learned their lessons. When 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 they turned on Arsene Wenger and destroyed him, the geezer who gave you everything, they destroyed. What are they going to do with Arteta when he when he doesn't deliver? They will snap his neck. So the, the you know they were kind to uh, Arsene Wenger to a certain extent because of what he'd done. Thanks for the memories, but something has to change. What are they going to do with Arteta when stuff doesn't go well? They, they have there is no room for manoeuvre in the Arsenal fan base. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to scalp him and give his hair back to the Lego man he nicked it off of. That's exactly. what they're going to do. That's exactly what's going to happen, mate. Hundred percent. They they, they they will turn on him quicker than anything you know. Anyway, this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Thank you much, very much, Tony D. Absolute and... pleasure, bro. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you. Mate, I love you. you you're welcome. Love you Anytime. too, bro. Uh, Mark, thank you so much, mate. I love you too. Cheers. Aw.
Love you say too. It, say it back. Yeah. I, I, I nearly didn't. And then yeah, I well, thought. Okay. Yeah, but you did. But then you did. Because I'm on video and, and I did. Yeah, you did. And you yeah. did. All right. Take care, boys. Take it easy. Network.